I've said this before and I'm going to say it again because once again, we're dealing with that situation here in the greater Pittsburgh area that yes, it's cold outside. Yes, there's snow out there, but if you need to keep warm, you can turn up mic'd up here on Pittsburgh Sports Live and listen to Mike Austin and Mike Bacoba can and hear these hot takes as we can help warm you up on this cold wintry day here in the greater Pittsburgh area. This, of course, is Mike'd Up here on Pittsburgh Sports Live, Pittsburgh Sports Now, Steelers Now, and all throughout the Now family of networks. That is Mike B. I am Mike Osti, of course. And we are going to touch on the Senior Bowl. So what's going on down there in Mobile, Alabama? It's not as cold down there. They're heating up the field with what's going on and our thoughts on Kenny Pickett and maybe what the Steelers are doing and some rumors of what the Steelers maybe are interested in and Kenny Pickett's hands. We're going to talk about his hands here on this show. And to get us started here, Mike, I do want to first start with Kenny Pickett and what's going on down there with the Senior Bowl. And obviously, he's a quarterback this past year got himself into being a clear first-round pick. There are many that want him to slide to the Steelers. There are many that think the Steelers should trade up for him. Regardless of the Steelers, he's going to make some money. He's going to get a bag, and he's going to be taken in that first round off of the great season he just had. That's pretty clear. But the only thing that has been a criticism recently, and this has now been brought up at the Senior Bowl that was not brought up really any other time, and there's a different with ball size, of course, from college to pros, is his hand size. And this even could segue into what I was going to bring up here in a minute, that there are some believe now the Steelers in particular are more interested in Willis, the Liberty quarterback, than Pickett. And if they both were there, they actually maybe would pass on Pickett because they like the mobility of maybe some other quarterbacks like Willis, whereas Pickett gives you that, but not as much. Has there been anything that's gone on that you've heard from this senior bowl that changes your mind at all about Kenny Pickett? And is there any concern or validity into the hand size and gripping an NFL football versus what he did in college? Uh, No. Um, I I think that's one of the biggest reasons why, or that's, I don't want to say one of the biggest, but I think that's a reason why a lot of these teams whiff and in particularly whiff on quarterbacks in the NFL draft is uh, stupidity such as hand size. Um, You know, they had the same, if you went back. Minutia. Yeah. Minutia. Yeah. They they had the same um, concerns a couple of years ago about Joe Burrows. They they Uh said the same thing before. Uh, he went number one to the Bengals. They were worried about his hand size. Well, I think that's worked out. I think that's yeah, worked out a little bit. Like really, <laughs> yeah, it looks like that's really giving him problems with the Bengals right now. It's right. just stupid. Uh, they look for, uh, you know, I, I don't know if it's a team. I don't know if it's look for for media or sites looking for clicks and topics. But uh, hand size will not – if Kenny Pickett doesn't succeed in the NFL, right. it will not – be because of his hand size um that would that that won't um i i'd be shocked if that plays a factor <laughs> um, you don't think he's going to be out there where he can't no, get the football no. and fumble Kenny the ball Pickett's a quarterback <laughs> right. he's, a, he's a smart guy he's right. a good quarterback and it remains to be seen how he's going to do in the nfl i know everyone wants to based off of what they saw last year uh, you know I, I just think people have to wait and see there was nobody you know, from the other side of this, there was nobody anywhere 
before last year, hundred percent talking about Kenny Pickett being a first round pick. Yeah, it was third round at best, and that was before 2020. Even in prior to 2020, there were some that didn't think he had an NFL future at all, and that's only two years ago. Yeah, so we, you know, I realize everyone's excited about him. I'm excited about him. I think he's going to be a good pro, but we'll see. I think a lot of it's going to be depend on what team he goes to, what he's surrounded by. Uh, I know people don't like to hear that, but, you know, a great factor, I think, is uh, Tannehill from the uh, um, Titans. Yeah. He went as a high pick to the Miami Dolphins. He right. stunk. <laughs> a large reason he stunk was because he had garbage around him. Right. All of a sudden, he goes to the Titans. Voila, he looks like a good quarterback. So it, it, it's all about circumstances. Matthew Stafford's another one. It's it all is. about what you're surrounded by. I think Kenny Pickett's a good pro. And uh, I will say that what you just said, I would be shocked uh, if both Malik Willis and Kenny Pickett are there for the Steelers at 20. I think I think one of them might be, but I don't think there's any way in heck that uh, both of them are. Yeah, I, I think it's almost impossible both of them are there. And honestly, to be candid – I'm skeptical either one of them are going to be there. That pick 20 is hard if you're not willing to trade up. And I really don't think they're going to trade up based on what just happened with Bush and the fact they have so many other needs. They'd have to give up a lot because teams also know they really want a quarterback. There are other teams that need a QB. It's not an incredibly deep class after the first round. You want to trade up, they're going to have to really bargain. And it's unlikely. And unless they do, I don't. Yeah, it's very, very possible that neither one of them slide. That's the nail on the head, though, what you brought up there about situation. It could, and I'm not making excuses for him at all, but it could be that Kenny Pickett enters the National Football League. Number one, there is no guarantee. Wow, we've seen it up close, and he certainly put together a Hall of Fame college career, regardless of what happens, a great college career, an illustrious career. Give him tons of credit for molding his game. You feel like it's kind of a system that does translate to the NFL. It's not like he's a Tim Tebow-like, where it was a pure college type of thing. You feel like it it, it translates, but... I've talked to draft analysts. I have a show here on PSL where somebody said they kind of evaluate him as somebody they think is a safe pick, but there is a ceiling that, that they don't, there, nothing's a guarantee out there that they're not, you know, putting him in Canton yet. And it's also about situation, as you put it. You got to be in the right situation. Tom Brady became the greatest of all time off resume, but if he was drafted by a team that was a complete disarray, that had nothing around him, no offensive line, it took him a while to become the elite legend. Who knows what would have happened if Ben was drafted and was put with Belichick. That might not have worked out personality wise. There are plenty of guys. You I mean throughout the history of the game, Terry Bradshaw struggled his first few years in terms of numbers. And you brought up Stafford and Tannehill as recent examples. Yeah. Stafford put up Hall of Fame numbers, but there are people that thought he couldn't get it done and couldn't win. Once he gets a crew around him, he's in the Super Bowl one year later. So it does show you need to be in that right situation. And if Pickett is put in a situation that isn't going anywhere, that is horrible, it could be a problem for him. Trevor Lawrence, all the hype out of his college career. Exactly. And yeah, maybe it'll be something here coming up, but he's been okay in games, but far, he's far from lighting the world on fire and that team's not winning, but he's with Jacksonville. They had nothing around him and they had yep. a coach that got fired mid season because of multiple scandals. That's not, a situation that leads to somebody having success. So we'll see what happens now, but that's and, a great and the other thing. And the other thing, Mike is uh, I, I referenced Pickett not lighting it up until his senior season is, is uh, fourth or fifth year at Pitt. Right. 
one of the reasons for that is the fact that, let's be honest, his last year at Pitt, he's surrounded by the his his most talent since he's been here. Before yeah. that, he didn't have playmakers. He had, and I, I don't want to downgrade the kids that were here. And continuity at coaching too. Whipple being there a couple years, he coaching, wasn't there prior. And, but he had possession type receivers. He You're didn't right. have right. explosive. He had no tight end to throw to, and then all of a sudden his senior year. He had Lucas Crawl and Gavin Bartholomew. Right. He has a Blitnikoff award. He has the best receiver season. in the country, right? Yeah, yeah, he has Jared Wayne that if he's with any other team sure. uh, or program, you know, he's probably – he's going to double his – he has a lot of talent around him. It, it's a two-way street. Did these yeah. receivers help out Pickett? Yeah, but they also helped him out. So uh, – 100%. It's all, it's all about surrounding. I think Kenny Pickett's a good pro uh, – a good pro prospect. I think eventually he will be a player uh, that will do well. Let's see where he ends up. I'll tell you one thing. If he ends up with the Denver Broncos, which is a team that some people are talking about, that's a really good situation to get into. Yeah. They have running backs, they have um, high equity that they've spent at the wide receiver position. You have a hall of famer who you can talk to every day of the week. They and John two tight ends. Yeah. Right. That's a good situation to walk into. I think the Carolina Panthers, I think they have some players down there that he could do well in. However, he goes to others, some other places. We'll see. They don't yeah. The I mean, talent. there are some the that Steelers would be a good situation I, for him. Right. Uh, with the players they have at some of the skilled position players, but it's all about it's all about that, but I think in uh, before it's all said and done, will he be Trevor Lawrence at first? Maybe, but maybe he'll come into a better situation. Kenny Pickett, I think, is too good not to succeed in the NFL eventually. Yeah, and also he's going to have that drive determination. You're not yeah. going to see anything out of Kenny Pickett that, like Dwayne Haskins, messed up that situation with Washington, and he wasn't studying plays and missing games and leaving early. None of that's I cannot I would be shell shocked. No. None of that's gonna go on with Kenny Pickett. He's gonna do what he has to do. But even to your point, Joe Burrow, the greatest one year in college history, really, bulletproof resume, now taking the Bengals second year to their first Super Bowl since the 80s and trying to win them their first ever championship. Tons of credit to him. It wouldn't be happening without everything around him in terms of weaponry, without that offensive line stepping up, without the defense stepping up. That team was built, and that was a great situation to be in. There are some that still – there are some that get paid to be draft analysts and insiders that to this day are saying the Jets ruined Sam Darnold, and it's not Darnold's fault completely because he had a pedigree. He goes to the Jets. They got a coach talking smack at the quarterback who he drafts. And they have no weapons around, no offensive line. They couldn't stop anybody. It, you know, yeah, I, you don't want to make excuses, but when it's a quarterback, they're there. You do have to have everybody on the same ship. And the Steelers' offensive line, I guess, would be the only concern. But yeah, there are certain situations to be better than others. Yeah, Washington would be another. Uh, uh, and they're looking for QB again. Yes. Yeah, that, that's a good situation. They have some good skilled position players, they have two good tight ends. Uh, or at least one good tight end. They got a little bit of a running game. I think Washington would be another one. I'm just hoping, I'm just rooting for Kenny Pickett to go wherever. Get in a good uh, situation. He's right. going to have the best success. Obviously, I'd like for him to come to Pittsburgh. I'd enjoy continue following his career, but I want him to go to the place that he's surrounded by the best talent yeah. and has a chance to win. And as far as his off the field, uh, what's going to happen with that, he will be another 
Uh, I don't know if he'll be as high, but he'll be a Sidney Crosby like. I he think will, so. Yeah. You will not see. You will not hear him. Uh, there will be no scandals. There'll be no stupid tweets. There'll be no uh, TikTok or any of that BS. Yeah. He'll be there to play football. He'll be almost like uh, Crosby. Crosby has been his whole career here with the Yeah. Parents. I mean, maybe a little boring in that respect. He's already engaged at that age. But I don't hey, care if you're boring. <laughs> yeah, boring's better than the opposite. Yeah. Absolutely. Mike Bukovic and Mike Ostey here, mic'd up on Pittsburgh Sports Live. PSN, of course, too, is now and the rest of our network. I do want to then connect to the other quarterback that I brought up that also has been in rumors to the Steelers in terms of what their interest is, and that is Malik Willis, the QB out of Liberty. And just in general, with that rumor being out there, and there's no way to, to know for sure, obviously, unless you're in Mike Tomlin's head. And this is also why that I don't think either are going to slide there either. I sir, I think Pickett's going to be taken ahead. I think Pickett's going to be taken pretty highly, and I don't think he'll be there for the Steelers at 20. I've said that for a while. I've also said that, and Dan Marino said this point blank, he was disappointed at the time of not being drafted by Pittsburgh, but it might be good for Pickett to get off, to get away from Pittsburgh for a second. The pressure will certainly be there if he is taken by the Steelers. But with all that said, there are some that believe the Steelers like Willis Moore and despite Pickett being a little versatile and able to move around, the Steelers really want that scrambling QB that can give you more than they have on the roster than certainly Mason, even more than Dwayne Haskins, certainly more than Ben the last few years. How much stock do you put into the Steelers' obsession that the rumors suggest with a mobile scrambling quarterback that if somebody is a mold and a success story but not that – that they would just go to whoever can be the most mobile, that they are they are in love with the mobility of Willis. Is that being overblown, or do they really want a mobile quarterback above all else? I, I think that's overblown because if you look at – I think if you look at every quarterback that they're being rumored to, every one of them has the ability to uh, – I, I think when they talk about mobility, I think people – is it being and, misunderstood? I think it is. I, I yeah. think there might be a, a misunderstanding. Right. I don't think the Sierra is necessarily looking for a Lamar Jackson. Right. I, I just think they want something a hell of a lot better than they've had the last few years. That <laughs> yeah. They realize that they have a, uh, a developing offensive line, a develop uh, a line that isn't really good right now. And that if you have a guy that can uh, move around a little bit, it'll, it, it'll make up for some of the offensive lines warts to say the and least. I think, I think if you look at corral, I think if you look at Pickett, I think if you look at obviously Willis, I think yeah. if you look yeah. at how all those guys have shown the ability in their career to get out of the pocket, throw on the run and when needed to run for a first down and make something happen with their legs. Is there I an argument the that, that even though Pickett, Pickett's certainly mobile, I don't want anyone to get it misunderstood. Yeah. He's certainly mobile, but that is there an argument that the Steelers maybe, or even other teams, if it's a tie breaking scenario, they maybe bump Pickett below those guys because they're more mobile than Pickett. Hal and Willis in particular, maybe put up more rushing yards or more mobile, even though Pickett certainly has that moment in the ACC title game, he certainly can be mobile. He's not to their level of mobility, I guess. Well, I think uh, Art Rooney was asked uh, in something that I read this week. He was talking about uh, the quarterbacks, and right. he said in the um, he, he brought up a point of you know that's nice, we want it. However, I'm paraphrasing here. Sure, <laughs> we want a guy sure. that is also able to uh, read a defense, 
make the throws. You're a quarterback. So it's nice. That's why I've never been from the beginning. I I got ridiculed and I'll stick with this. I'm not a fan of Lamar Jackson. I think he's exciting as hell. I think he's, there's occasions that he's going to He's been an MVP in the league. Yeah. He's going to run and I'm not saying the guy's bad. Right. I want my quarterback to be able to throw a football when he needs to make throws. I don't believe uh, you'd have a hard time finding a highlight tape of Lamar Jackson of him making great throws to guys that weren't entirely wide open. He, he just doesn't. Uh, his, his factor is his legs. I don't want that in my quarterback. I want him to be better than, you know, Ben this year or Kent Graham or some statue like that. But <laughs> Kent Graham uh, shout out here on the show. Yeah, but, but <laughs> you're right. But, you know, he has to move around a little bit, but I don't think that's going to be a huge uh, factor in the steers. And like I said, I think every quarterback that's being talked about in the first round has the ability uh, to run. And I think that's that's all they're looking for. I think that's exactly kind of what I wanted you to say, because I do think there's been a misunderstanding by that, by that comment or by that rumor that's been out there that some are thinking, okay, the Steelers want mobility. Oh my God. They want the second coming of Mike Vick. That's not the case. And I, you also could, could, could argue here that at this point in 2022, we're not talking about 1992, 2002, even, or even 2012, every quarterback that is rumored to be a first round caliber draft pick that is a legit NFL prospect, the Willis's, the Howes, the Corral, the Pickett, those four guys in particular, and even if you go a little bit deeper, they all are mobile in a way. Right. If no one's a statue out there, mm-hmm. no one's teaching their kid in, in peewee football and Pop Warner, Warner football to be a statue. Those quarterbacks are are less common out there. There, there are some, certainly, but the mobility is more of a common theme. So even if you are exactly. a pocket passer that can throw, even if you're a picket-like quarterback, you're going to have some mobility as well because that's just how it is. The athletes are becoming more athletic, and it's just a benefit knowing the situation with O-lines. So you're, I don't think exactly anyone right. that they would draft out of those guys are going to some, be some statue out there. They're going to have you're, some more mobility. Right. Yeah, you're exactly right, Mike. You hit the nail uh, right on the head with that. It's – it's a misunderstanding with fans. I think the perfect example of that is the type of quarterback that I want. Obviously everyone in the league would love him. is uh, Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert can throw for 400 yards, 500 yards in a game. However, yeah. if he needs to run, he could run for close to a hundred yards in a game if he wants to. Yeah, you do love him, but no, he is the perfect mold. He, for the he's, modern yeah, he's a guy that yeah. he can do that. And, and or Josh Allen. Josh Allen. And a little bit more than that, he's a, I think he's equal. He's almost as good a runner as he is a passer. Not, not uh, there yet, but obviously Josh Allen, he's a weapon anytime, you know, he's a running back. He's a tight end running the ball. I wouldn't put Herbert in there yet uh, close to him, but those are the type you're talking about. Those guys can throw as well as they can run. And that's where I think somebody like, uh, Lamar Jackson falls short. Yeah, and, and the ability to, even if you're not as good at running as throwing, the ability to scramble, to be elusive, to get out of the pocket, and to extend plays. That's the key. Yeah. The ability to extend plays 
even if your rushing yards aren't there, I don't think they require anyone to put up 500 rushing yards even. Just the ability to extend plays. That's been the criticism of Mason Rudolph, even when he's been progressing and not making nearly as many mistakes, that he can't extend a play. If his play is dead, the play is dead. Ben in his last few years, if the play is dead, the play is dead. The players that you're talking about, the Patrick Mahomes, the Josh Allens, the Herbert, those QBs, Aaron Rodgers has been king of this for the last decade plus. Mm. They can extend plays, and that's what Pickett did in college. We saw that a lot this past year. He would extend plays. It gives the receivers more time to win the one-on-one battles. It helps the offensive line, especially an offensive line for the Steelers that may still struggle a little bit next year. That's all really what they want. And you do have to understand that while there are quarterbacks that have been successful doing the kind of run first, pass second type of mold there, Cam Newton, maybe a borderline Hall of Fame career doing it, their completion percentage and their ability to hit some of these throws if the receivers are not wide open or to extend plays through the air, not just on the ground, they're not to the level of of the major pocket passing QB. So the ideal guy to me still is that pocket passer that can extend plays and be a little mobile. That's why many don't believe that Mason Rudolph can be that franchise guy. That's why people don't believe Dwayne Haskins to be that franchise guy. That's why Ben the last few years was really frustrating to people. Even when he would get passing yards, he would kill plays. You'd only have a few seconds. He couldn't extend it. He, he would give the receiver no time to get open. All of that. It, it trickles down. It's harder on the receiver when you have that situation with the QB. So that's what made, that is what they what made Ben great at the beginning of his career. He was doing that at the beginning of he, his career. Yeah, right. He, right. he started out and he got better as a passer. He started out as the guy, all his early highlights were the, you know, uh, you know, being Houdini in the pocket, breaking, moving around. Yeah, he was so, elusive. Yes. Right. And, and that's what made him. And then he developed into a really good passer. He wasn't as good in the middle of his career. He was obviously at his hot, uh, sure. at the peak of his career at the beginning. He was a better runner than he was a passer. But to his credit, he developed. And, and then as the season goes on and you get the sacked as many times as he did in his career. <laughs> The mobility is not going to be there. Yeah, and, right. Uh, yeah. You know, that's you that's, know, that's why some call Josh Allen Big Ben 2.0, honestly. Yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of what the situation the game. Trust right. me, Ben, if Ben Roethlisberger had any wheels left, I think he'd still be playing. If he had the ability to move around a little yeah. bit, like Aaron Rodgers did, the, the, still able to, and, and and wasn't just, you know, he he's he's gonna be uh, it was painful watching him uh it at was. the end of the career moving around and that's what forced him out not not his arm yeah no that's absolutely true for sure and that that again it made it harder on the receivers a lot of them being hurt or injured or or, or being younger and experienced i mean it just made it harder on everybody else it certainly didn't help an offensive line that's been struggling and that's why there are some that offered the excuse to matt Canda. we will now see a year with maybe more blocking with maybe these things change and hopefully you figure a more mobile quarterback it does hamper a lot of things so that's what they want yeah they want you want mobility if, if you don't get mobility in this draft and you're in the first round looking for a qb you really messed up you got to get some mobility but any of these guys are going to give you mobility mm-hmm. so i also don't even know if i buy so much into their love affair with Willis that has been rumored. I'm sure they like the kid, but they're not going to just shy away from everybody else just for him because the mobility might be a little tweak higher. They want the best QB. They want the guy who encompasses it all, who can make the throws, but also can be mobile. Last thing I want to ask you here in terms of those QBs at the senior bowl, and obviously tons of our senior bowl coverage, Pittsburgh sports now, WV sports now, Nittany sports now for any of the Pitt, Penn State, WV products. And of course, Steelers now, Alan and Nick, 
or down there in Mobile, Alabama. Stay tuned throughout the weekend. Tons of coverage coming your way and has already been there on those sites. Is I don't think he's going to be there at pick 20. It doesn't sound like you think he's going to be there at pick 20. If Kenny Pickett is there at pick 20, and we know the history of the franchise passing on Marino, even though obviously that's not Tomlin, Colbert, or even Art Rooney II right now, and Marino became a legend, the Steelers, they won. They were more successful as a team than Marino. He didn't get a ring, but he became a legend. Certainly some feel like that was the biggest mistake of franchise history. Can the Steelers afford to pass on Pickett, even if they if they do like Willis more? Say they're both there and they go Willis, or is that going to be such a crippling scenario that they're going to have to bump the pit guy? How much of Pickett being a pit guy needs to factor into this? Or are they just going to have to apologize to fans and say, hey, we did it again. We passed on the pit guy again in the second time in 40 years, but we're confident in this guy. I mean, would that cripple Willis if they go Willis and not Pickett and then Willis sucks? Are fans going to hate him forever because of the picket pass? Can they pass on picket? Yeah, they can pass on pickets. Um, I, I don't know how smart it would be, but I think they can pass on him. I think one of the reasons they're showing so much interest or attention to Willis uh, this week is the fact that with probably how familiar they already are with uh, Kenny Pickett being here, yeah, uh, being being neighbors with him. Also, the fact that it's been rumored and, uh, you know, we've reported on Steelers now, Kevin Colbert and his staff have viewed multiple games uh, in person with somebody like Sam Howe. Um, Mm -hmm. So I I think they're and and they probably haven't with Willis. I think they're just trying to get QB at Liberty. It's a little more difficult. Yeah, I think there's I think they're just trying to get themselves a little bit more familiar with the you know, with the person, but also the player. So I, I wouldn't put too much into that. I think when it comes down to it, I, I, I just have a, um, I don't think Kenny Pickett's going to be there. Um, I, somebody, I think somebody, somebody one through 15 yeah. or whatever, one through 10 is going to take him. And I, if I'm the Steelers, I don't because of the position they're in uh, with so many needs. And if there's multiple guys out there, we talked line, about this before. I don't yeah. trade up to get Kenny Pickett. It, we it also talked about much. right, right. It costs it costs too much, and they're not in a position they can't afford to be giving away, you know, extra ones or threes or two, whatever it takes. They have too many needs. They have too many yeah. holes. And if they de- if they look on their board and believe that a guy that they really really like is still going to be there at twenty, if you're talking about moving up a spot or two, sure. I, I you know I'm not pulling a Devin Bush here and moving up. Uh, halfway up the board right I don't I think that's happening and I think that's the only way to get picket right yeah I, I I think when it's all said and done I think the quarterback that's going to be with the Steelers is going to be um just obviously just a guess I have no idea what I'm talking about but uh, uh I, I think it's going to be Sam Howell from North Carolina I, I think I think he I don't think he'd be a bad pick I think he's a little raw I think he's a little bit uh in some ways a little bit like the uh Josh Allen He's more, yeah, he's like a Ben a little bit too. Yeah, like Ben. Uh, I, I think it's going to come down to because I think those other guys are going to move up. I think there's going to be a lot of buzz with Willis after what happened here. Uh, I think a lot of teams will get excited about him. I think he'll go. I think Pickett will go. And I think the kid from uh, Matt Corral from Ole Miss. Right. Uh, I, I think it could come down to Corral or Howell. And I think it came down to that. I think, uh, I think the Steelers would go with, uh, um, 
Sam Howell from North Carolina. It, it seemed like they would go Howell in that scenario. And Mel Kuyper's already saying that he believes Pickett to be the number one quarterback taken in this draft. So if you believe that, there's no way that guy's going to 20. With the, with the, there's no way. And even if they trade up a little bit, it's very, very unlikely to the Steelers. And yeah, you, you have the Lane Kiffin pedigree. That's a nice oh, oh, coordinator type or head coach offensive mind to be with you for Corral. But Sam Howell's been that guy that just does scream Big Ben and the Steelers have watched him a lot. So that certainly can make sense. We will see. But yeah, you need to be prepared. You also need to be prepared that honestly for the Steelers, and we've talked about this too, if, if somehow they have to trade up to get any of these guys or they all get taken in front or they can't get picked because it would take too much maneuvering. They want to make, you got to make sure you, you like the QB you're taking. If Howe is the only one there and for some bizarre reason you don't like him and you change your mind, they have we'll so many him. needs. You can be, yeah. do not be scared to take no one out of these QBs. Right. You got to, you got to like the guy you're taking because you that is your guy. guy. <laughs> yeah. That's the next decade of your life is that man. Yeah, you can't, you or you're in trouble up. if not. Yeah, if, if not, you're going to be Washington, who we brought up. They took a first-round pick. He It didn't work out. He messed up. They messed up. Everything was wrong. They traded him out a year later. They're trying to get a QB again. So you don't want to be in that scenario at all. Uh, Mike, before we wrap up here, I do want to do want to go to you because I know that a lot of it now has been about Pickett and, and what will happen in his NFL career and his NFL prospects. But I know you have some comments here to – kind of go back about appreciating his college career as well, regardless of what happens in the national football league. Yeah. I, I haven't read this anywhere. Um, and I know there'll be a portion of the fan base or just portion of fans in general to think I'm overreacting here, but I, I really don't. I've thought about this for a while, actually. Uh, I actually think that Pitt, I know they haven't done it with, Aaron Donald, which I, I don't understand the That's reason insane. for that yet. Yeah. Uh, that that should already have happened. But um, I think Pitt should retire Kenny Pickett's number. Um, not for just – well, there's a couple of reasons. Number one, what he did the, the this year for the program, the position, it's obviously a team. It's not just 100% Kenny yeah. Pickett, but yeah. everyone knows – that he was the uh, driver of the bus of what everything that happened this year, their first ACC title, being a Heisman finalist, uh, all the awards he won. And then when you break the amount of records that he did. Yeah, the career numbers are there. Yeah, there's no, there, nobody's going to be doing that for a while at Pitt. He's going to be atop the record books. And when you're doing that to Dan Marino and that type, and you're getting Pitt, in the conversation like he did. Uh, I, I don't see an argument as to why they wouldn't. Uh, he's a guy that Pitt fans from now on will always remember kids growing up, kids my kid's age. They're going to remember Kenny Pickett, sort of like Aaron Donald right now. You know, obviously the quarterback, you're always going to remember the quarterback. But what he was able to do for Pitt, the football program, the university, and just the overall persona of pit football uh what he was able to do in one year for them um i think that's uh special and i think kenny player pickett's a special player uh he represented them well off the field there, there, there's not an argument that you i don't think you can make uh for him 
for Pitt not giving high consideration to retiring yeah. his number. And I don't care what he does in the pros. I was going to say the only devil's advocate opinion is, and obviously Aaron Donald with multiple defensive player of the year, that's already done. So the fact that he hasn't got this yet is insane, but the only art devil's advocate argument is in terms of college. And there are a lot of college programs that have done this, that they do require some level of pro success. And obviously you're talking about Larry Fitzgerald, Dan Marino, Mike Ditka. These are numbers up there. NFL legends, pro football legends, football legends, regardless of college. If Kenny Pickett would become a bust because there's still that variable out there, would that hurt their interest and, and should that hurt their interest in retiring that number to appreciate just college? The connecting of the dots for us regionally would be Pat White at West Virginia. He eventually got that appreciation just in the last year, but he's been retired a very long time. And there was actually, I know for a fact, there was a conversation that he was basically an NFL draft bust. Do we do this? Because we normally only appreciate when you have a, when you have beyond college of a career. And there were some that did not think he earned it because after college, the success wasn't there. I think that's kind of unfair. You should be appreciated by what you do in college. What you do beyond college should have nothing to do with your appreciation there. It's no different than if someone's a great, an all-time great Steeler, but they're not an NFL or pro football hall of famer. You can still appreciate them as a Steeler and put them in the, the Steeler ring of honor or whatever the case may be. It's about what you do at that location at Pitt, for example, for Pickett. But that's a devil advocate opinion that maybe you wait and see what the NFL holds. No, I, I don't. Um, I thought about that. And to me, that's not even a consideration because he's going to retired as a football player. They're not retiring number eight in the NFL. Right. They're retiring uh, number eight for the Pitt Panther football program. And it's uh, when they talk about why he retired or why they would consider retiring him, it's for what he did for that program, both on and off the field. And uh, I don't care if he, well, what he does in the NFL. I don't think that uh, should factor in one, uh, you know, for one second, he, he should have it. And I think there should be discussions if there hasn't, if there haven't been already, um, uh, nobody should wear number eight again. Yeah, and even if they don't do it officially, because maybe they it would be weird that young and for an NFL yeah. rookie, you just don't give the number out. And then after a period of time, you then do it, regardless of what's happening in the pro career. And I do honestly think, and I'll even go one step further, I think the argument that you cannot appreciate a college football great and retire their number or put them in the College Football Hall of Fame or any of that or your university Hall of Fame because they didn't get it done at the pro level is literally disrespectful to them. Because that is a different variable. It has nothing to do with anything that happened in college. If college was Hall of Fame caliber and was great, you appreciate it, you leave it alone, you recognize it. And then if the next was the same, they, there's the Pro Football Hall of Fame. There's other, they, they have their own within the NFL with those teams, etc. The NFL should have nothing to do with everyone in the College Football Hall of Fame is not in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Everyone in the Pro Football Hall of Fame is not in the College Football Hall of Fame. There are people that didn't have great college success that had great pro success. Maybe their, their college hasn't honored them because they didn't do anything in college. It just turned around and they all of a sudden became great. They're two separate entities. I don't even understand how they get connected. We're going to find out. And, and, and I think this could appreciate, I, I think this argument can grow even more over the next few years. If it continues to uh, play well, and play in big games because he people, built that yeah, exactly yeah. it'll it'll all remembered it'll all be remembered when it started who led it 
and it was uh, it was the quarterback. And honestly, if it was only one year, even though I would hear the argument still, if it was only one year and that was it, and it was just a rare special season and every other year was bad, okay. But when you have the career records of yards, TDs, it's not just one year. It was one great special year, historic year, but the overall career is there as well. You don't get to that number of yards and TDs by just sucking prior to that. He wasn't to this level, but you got to put it together. The The overall career is there to absolutely garner it. And there are Pitt fans that appreciate making, Alex Van Pelt. didn't happen in the NFL for him. No, I, I wouldn't even be making that. I, I would say that, no, he shouldn't. If just it was just one year. One year. But the right. thing that the, the the icing on the cake is the career numbers. That That's what it's about. Aside from this year and the notoriety and the Heisman and all that, all American and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's the career numbers. That's, that's where I, I find it hard for anyone to make an argument against it. I wouldn't even be fighting for it if it was just based off of uh, 2021, because yeah. then that, you know, there are some of, teams uh, though, like Auburn with Cam Newton, it's one year. That's, there are some teams that have appreciated one year, maybe to the level of what a career could have been, but Everything's there for Pickett. There, there's <laughs> everything you want. One year, two years, three years, a whole career. The NFL is different variables. So I'm yeah. with you there. Um, we're gonna need to put that out in the universe and see where that sticks. But no, I haven't heard much conversation on that. So that that has to happen. I, I don't think it's gonna happen soon because that would right. be a little weird. But you just don't give number eight, and then you eventually do it. And enough time has passed. Aaron Donald needs a ceremony tomorrow. <laughs> and yes, if he wins a Super Bowl, then maybe he needs a parade here, Penn Hills, everywhere in, around the region. Yeah. That you, I've already seen this argument made, Mike, and maybe we'll talk about it on next week's, some next week's shows, and certainly if they do win. There have been some hot takes out there. You want a hot take. You know the lineage of Pitt history. Larry Fitz, Dan Marino. There are some that have said that if you put a ring on Aaron Donald's finger with all the individual success, he's the greatest Pitt Panther ever in terms of NFL product from Pitt. And obviously Mike Ditka as well. Aaron Donald might be the greatest NFL defensive player of all time. And you go from what he did at Pitt. That sounds really blasphemous to say, knowing the names I can tell you, but Aaron Donald's resume could absolutely argue it. So the the conversation is (laughs) Aaron Donald, Tony Dorsett and, Dan Marino. That's yeah. Those are that's where and Mike Ditka. Ends. Mike Ditka, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, but, but he's the, not considered the greatest tight end. So no, um, yeah. So yeah, Tony, yeah, Tony Dorsett, Marino, Larry Tony, Fitz, absolutely. Yeah. I would and, say, you know, yeah. I you have to do Dorsett because of the Heisman. You do it, it would be those three. It's hard uh, to have I mean, a wrong answer. Obviously, no, no, those four, if you include Darnold, Larry Fitz, Marino, and Tony Dorsett, those four are a cut above the rest who ever played at Pitt in terms of what they did after Pitt and Ditka might be right below them because obviously as a coach and Donald's in the top two, two. he'd be in my top two. I'd have to give that, to give that some more, uh, some more real thought, but I know for, I I know right now. For me, it's between him and Marino just because I don't know. I feel like Larry Fitz is obviously a legend, but there's, He's he's top five receiver of all time, maybe yeah. as an argument, but you're looking at Jerry Rice, T.O., Randy Moss. They got to be ahead of him. So that's hard to give him that honor when you're fourth at best, like you said. Aaron Donald, who knows? I mean, you're talking about Lawrence Taylor. You're talking about some great defensive players, but that's a lot of defensive player of the year awards to tell me that he's not up there. You keep voting for it and you don't want to rank him there. That doesn't make sense then. So we will see. And uh, we'll, we'll, if he 
could put that ring on his finger, but I, I, he's going to do his part to say the very least, getting a team to Super Bowl already twice now in his career. And, and that, that argument then is going to really flare up, if, if flare up if they do happen to win. That'll do it for this edition of the show. Stay warm. And if you can't play this show back because the takes were steaming on this one, that'll do it again. Mike Bukovic and Mike Austin here for all of us at Pittsburgh Sports Live, Pittsburgh Sports Now, and all throughout the now family of networks. 